Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to Kilowatt. I am your host, Bodhi, and this is the ever so late kilowatt podcast and I apologize man yesterday this has just been a crazy couple of weeks I am no longer sick which that is awesome but uh, that doesn't mean it hasn't been really busy so I apologize for missing yesterday hopefully we can make that up today there's lots of news to be told um, but first I would like to welcome listeners in two new countries which is awesome so right now we have Germany, the Netherlands, the United States, Australia, good day, and Guten Tag to Germany, which, poor pronunciation. And uh, yeah, let's see, I think that's it. Bum, bum, bum. Sorry about that, just pulling some stuff up here. So yes, United States, Germany, United Kingdom, Netherlands, and Australia. Welcome, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. Really excited to see new listeners, and uh, to be honest, this is awesome. So today, <clears throat> I had 20-some articles in the rundown, all of them different. And as I was sorting through this, I started at 9 o'clock tonight on a Saturday, and it is now 11.12 p.m., and I was like, you know what? There might be a little too much for one podcast. So I cherry-picked, I think, what was most relevant for the time frame that we have. And then um, I'll either release a different podcast um, before next week. Not before next week, before the Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday that I usually release next week. Anyway, you'll either get two or it'll carry on to the next podcast. Um, yeah, so... <clears throat> there are lots and lots um, of stories, and I've got some updates for some stories. And I just instead of uh, writing down who was the where I got the source material, it'll all be in the show notes, and I'll source it by category. First category is Volkswagen. Uh, this is just an update. 
Last week, we talked about Volkswagen unveiling their new long-range vehicle. But it turns out, Volks- and they're, they wanted to review their new long-range vehicle by 2025, which it's a long time from now. Um, long-range can mean something completely different by then. But their plans is to unveil the first long-range vehicle, announce the first long-range vehicle in the first week of October. But VW plans to build 2 to 3 million cars a year spread out over 30 models by 2025 according to Fred Lambert at Electric yeah I wrote that down give those guys a good big plug because they're awesome um, that's cool I mean I don't know if those 30 models include like a Volkswagen and then a Volkswagen SE or a Volkswagen Jetta and a Volkswagen Jetta SE and then the Wolf, Wolfsburg package I don't know if that's three models or if the Jetta's a model, but whatever. Um, good on you, Volkswagen. Turns out that diesel thing, dieselgate thing is going to be good for everyone else after all. Since uh, you guys lost a lot of credibility. I love Volkswagen, by the way. I, I, I thought their hack was rather clever, even though, you know, it's totally against the law. And they probably shouldn't have done it, but it was clever. Let's see here. Uh, the Volkswagen Group uh, plans to build three, di- or currently builds three different electric motors. The Volkswagen Group includes Audi, Volkswagen, Porsche, and I think one other, maybe Bentley. But currently, they build three different electric motors for plug-in hybrids. Uh, just recently, a fourth motor will begin production. Most recently, we found out a fourth motor will begin production soon. The QNNF motor, um, which is a little different in their naming convention from the other three motors, and I won't bore you with the the other three motors' names because they're not exciting. But what is exciting is it looks like this vehicle, or this motor, will be able to be used for all-wheel drive vehicles like the Tiguan and the Porsche Cayenne. I think that's the Porsche. Is that the Porsche SUV? Man, I think it is. But uh, whatever the Porsche SUV is, and Porsche also has a four-door, like, crossover-looking vehicle that they may be able to use it in. But that's, this is really cool, only because I have a fairly large family, and when we go places, we'll usually bring either my sister-in-law or my father-in-law or my oldest daughter. So having a vehicle like a small Jetta doesn't really fit our family or our needs, so we need a bigger vehicle. So if Volkswagen can come out with an SUV that's somewhat affordable, because they can't afford a Tesla Model X, uh, that's very interesting to myself and and my wife. So hope to see um, that soon. Our next category is the Chevy Volt. So here's just some updates on the Chevy Volt. There will be no right-hand steering wheel. So if you're in the United Kingdom or Asia, GM has, at this time, no plans to bring the Chevy Bolt to England. It's going to Europe, but they have no plans of moving the steering wheel from the left-hand side to the right-hand side. The Chevy Bolt will receive over-the-air updates just like the Tesla uh, cars do. Um, I guess some dealerships are upset about this because normally you get an update, you would have to take your car into the dealership, they do whatever they do, and then the update happens. 
So this is just a little bit of a win for um, consumers because you don't have to inconvenience yourself for a day and take the car to the dealership. Sorry, I had a cough there. And the Chevy Bolt, um, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but it will the the range will be 238 miles thereabout. Another thing that I found out about the Chevy Bolt, and I don't have an article to show this, I was just reading random stuff on the internet. It's only going to have one battery size. So you'll get to pick one size and that's it. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. kind of seems like a bad thing to me because it doesn't give choices to those who can't afford choices. Man, I am not going to lie. Talking for seven minutes straight, your, your mouth just goes dry. It's insane how fast that happens and all of a sudden you can't breathe. I'd actually stop the podcast and go get... A significant amount of water, which I'm drinking now. Um, but yeah, my mouth, like in the back of my throat, is like sandpaper. It's amazing how uh, important shutting up and listening is for your voice. Uh, next category is Apple. So this is always fun. The Apple car is not announced. It's... Um, it's probably the worst secret in in as far as uh, electric vehicles and autonomous vehicles are concerned. But it's not announced. Nobody knows what Apple's plans are really, and nobody know nobody knows anything out, outside of the people that actually work at Apple. And they those guys are so locked down with NDAs that they're not going to risk their job telling somebody what's going on over there. But. <clears throat> Here's some Apple rumors, just for fun. And remember, these are just rumors. In terms of some of this stuff. So, Apple is rebooting its Apple program. Uh, excuse me. Apple reboots its unannounced secret car program. So, people think, well, maybe they're not going to build a car anymore. Maybe they're just going to do the software for a car. Maybe. Um, that's not really Apple's thing. They like to control way more of the process than just the um, software. For, uh, they're not going to put their software on a Windows machines, for instance. So uh, what I could see possibly is a partnership with a company like BMW, um, where it's an Apple-branded car. And it's just one car that's sold by BMW that's this Apple-branded car that has everything that Apple has researched and put into this car. That's a possibility. But even then, I, I doubt it. Oop. Sorry, email. Got to turn that off. Anyway, so the next story is, um, and all these are Apple rumors coming up here. Apple has reportedly scaled back the car project and laid off employees um, I guess that's true. So there's nothing really to say about that. Um, allegedly, Apple has thousands of employees um, assigned to the Apple Car project, and they laid off dozens, from what I understand. So can't really imagine that that is too telling. Um, also, Bob Mans Bob Mansfield, who used to be the, I believe, hardware engineering vice president at Apple, he retired and then recently, reportedly, came back to Apple and is now running the Titan car project. So it just may be some 
um, him cleaning house and getting the people in the positions that he wants them to be in. And some of the uh, some of the employees were also sent to um, other parts of the company, so they weren't uh, laid off; they were moved. So Apple may be working with a Korean manufacturer to develop cylindrical lithium-ion batteries with hollow centers. Now, why is a hollow center? Why is that important? Uh, well, modern batteries, if you have ever uh, maxed out your laptop or as far as performance goes or um, played a game on your iPhone or Android phone have felt the battery heating up. Well, that part of that is from the processor. Part of that is also from the battery. So batteries heat up. That's what they do. Uh, Tesla cars have this whole thing to heat and cool a battery depending um, on the temperature of the weather outside. So uh, these batteries, modern batteries, have heat that comes out of their cores due to chain reactions, they, due to the chain reactions taking place. But the hollow design allows for increased airflow, which dramatically improves cooling. And this will reduce the need for additional cooling devices, making the units lighter and simpler and maybe even cheaper over time. <coughs> now, if this is true, um, the Korean manufacturer is not, has not been announced because they're under NDA, but the some digging the reporter had done, uh, there's a, uh, a, I think it's called Orange Power in Korea, and they have about 33 people, which works out for Tesla, or for Apple, excuse me, because they don't, you know, they're all about the secrecy. So we'll see if that uh, comes to fruition, but uh, neat technology, and it's looking more and more like they might <laughs> might do a car. These stories just contradict themselves. Um, and the unannounced, mostly pretend Apple car is now delayed till 2021 instead of 2020. And I'm sure the unannounced, mostly pretend Apple car will also be delayed again sometime in about, I don't know, six months from now. Uh, Apple is investigating charging stations, EV charging stations, for cars. Uh, they hired at least four former BMW and Google employees to investigate that, um, which is, you know, looking like they might be doing a car or they might not. In other Apple car news, Apple gets Tesla's hires Tesla's vice uh, president of engineering, Chris Porret. Um, again, who knows? But it's looking like Apple's going to do a car. Um, and then this last one is Apple has fully autonomous vehicles on closed courses. Well, that's I mean big deal. I'm sure all of the car companies have fully autonomous autonomous vehicles on closed courses. That only makes sense. Uh, the next story is, um, this is a Bloomberg story by Tom Randall. Tesla won the bid to supply uh, California power in the event of emergency. Now, if you remember last year, there was a big natural gas explosion in California and there were blackouts. So what this uh, contract is supposed to do is help 
alleviate those blackouts. So Tesla will use power packs, and these power packs are going to be up and running by the end of the year. Um, there's going to be 80, it'll supply 80 megawatt hours of energy storage to help reduce the blackouts. Now, in a 24-hour period or a full-day period, that's enough power to supply 2,500 homes. It's not a lot, but it's the start, and that's what's going to be installed by the end of this year. So who knows going forward how many um, uh, power packs will be installed to help with this overflow. But Elon Musk has said over time, uh, several times, excuse me, that he wants a he wants solar on every house and every house connected to the grid in the world. And he's, according to him, and he's a very smart guy and I have no reason to doubt him, that that will be enough to get rid of all of the um, alternate, all of the current, you know, like coal or um, nuclear, all of the energy that we're using, all of the ways that we're creating energy that could be harmful to the environment. And, uh, you know what, as a person who has solar power on top of his house, I'm all for that. It, it saves us a ton of money. Like I s I've said in the past, I think our bill in the summertime in Arizona, which is hot, is like uh, 50, 60 bucks, maybe 80 bucks on the outset, where I work with people and their bills can be three and $400. So it, similar size houses. So that's a uh, pretty significant uh, difference. And you can hear my voice going. Give me just a second here, my cough. All right, that sounds better. Uh, okay, so this is the Autopilot 8.0, um, the new software. Elon Musk, he wrote this very long um, blog post on Tesla.com. And oh, by the way, um, on that power grid thing, there's another, and I'll link to it in the show notes, but there's another blog post um, on Tesla's blog about that. But basically, um, Autopilot 8.0 is going to be available for all vehicles, Tesla vehicles, that were made after 2014. So that's really cool. Um, the The crux of it is, is they're going to reduce the, uh, right now, when you're traveling down the road in Tesla and you have autopilot on, the camera is doing a lot of the work and the radars are just kind of going out, sensing, what, sensing what's there, and then they're using it's using the camera to um, verify it. And what they're doing, instead of using the camera as the primary identifier, they're using the radar that's already on the car to identify objects and they're doing this in a pretty smart way. So if you drive past, so say you're driving and you drive past a sign. Well, the radar sees the sign as an object. It doesn't, it knows it's off to the side. It doesn't know that it's a sign. So over time with you driving, the car is learning. So the car is learning that every single time a Tesla vehicle drives past this sign or whatever it is, um, this object, nobody's slowing down. So that object must be stationary and not a hazard. Um, 
<clears throat> so think of your car is going to now be like a um like a teenage driver. So the car is going to be more like a a teen driver. So when you're driving your car, when you are actually driving your car and autopilot is disengaged, it's collecting this data and it's using GPS and it's using the image that the radar um gets back. So the radar sends out a signal, it gets back a signal. It takes that and it um, turns that into what sounds like in the blog post, a 3D image. And over time, it realizes, okay, so this isn't isn't a concern or this is a concern. So now that there's a car stopping in front of you, that is a concern. But the sign over here, there's no need to apply the brakes because I think you can, you would agree that if you were driving and your car was constantly slamming on the brakes for no good reason, that wouldn't be a very good driving experience. So the Tesla engineers have, uh, the Elon Musk anyway, says the Tesla engineers have solved that, which is is cool. Um, let's see. So yeah, so part of the benefit also of having the radar as the primary and the camera as the backup or relying less on the camera is, okay, so you can't see through fog like I can't see through fog the camera can't see through fog um I was recently in um Kona uh on the big island in Hawaii and we were driving through the mountains to get to Hilo which is a rainy side of the island and we ran into this massive rainstorm and it was uh, very scary and uncomfortable driving because I'd never driven this uh, trip this way before so the uh, the amount of rain and the amount of um, fog made it so that I only had about seven or eight feet of visibility and that seven or eight feet of visibility you're going around corners you're you know there's vehicles there's up in that part of uh, the island there's lots of animals so um, and I have two whiny three-year-olds in the back, a semi-whiny 19-year-old, and my wife and I are just peeled to to the window trying to figure out, are we going to kill our family today or are we going to make it to Hilo, spend three hours there, and then drive back through the same terrible weather? It would be nice to have something like uh, the radar that could see through that and provide an additional... Um, provide some additional help. I'm not looking for it to do the driving in the fog. I'm just looking for it to warn me if there is a car that's going to pop out and I'm going to hit it. So, or a car that stopped a disabled vehicle. Another thing, um, snow uh, does not, you know, the camera doesn't do so well in snow, whereas radar does really well in snow. Sorry about that. I don't know why that's doing that. Um, Let's see. So yeah, so they're going to use fleet learning, which is something I kind of talked about before. Oh, you know what? Another thing. In Arizona, we have these terrible dust storms. And and when these dust storms happen, everyone's supposed to pull over, shut off their lights, and wait for the dust storm to pass. That never happens. Never happens. 
So that would also help alleviate some of the problems with accidents that happen when the dust storms roll in, or the haboobs, as they call them. Let's see. So yes. So this is where fleet learning comes in, and we talked about that. So initially, um, it'll take fleet learning will take very little action except to note the position of roadside bridges and stationary objects. It'll be mapping the world according to radar. So Tesla has this very big um, server. Um, it's taking all this information, it's uploading it to the server, and it's making a big 3D map of the world, which is cool if you think about it. Um, and then over time, it'll compare, like I said, did they break for this? Did they break for that? And if, you know, it learns, just like a teenage driver learns. Um, when the data is here, when the data shows faults breaking events to be rare, the car will begin to mild, will begin mild braking using radar, even if the camera doesn't notice the object. So that's good. So it's not, <clears throat> and this is going to be 99.99% accurate, which is, you know, more accurate than a human, but we, you don't know, like to be like 110% accurate overall. If it's my family. Um, anyway, so, yes. So, uh, gradually. Mm -hmm. So he goes on to say, the net effect of this combined with the fact that the radar sees through most visual obstructions is that the car should almost always hit the brakes correctly even if a ufo were to land on the freeway in zero visibility uh so yeah um i don't think there'll be any ufos landing on the freeway anytime soon but uh that's cool uh the, the one of the other things that the and i don't know exactly how this works but the radar will shoot a signal underneath the car in front of you bounce that up, hit the car in front of them, and keep track of two cars. So keep track of the car in front of you and the car in front of the other person. And presumably it will slow you down if the car in front of your the car that you're in front of or behind slows down, which sounds really cool. Um, there is a lot of other things here. Um... It uses, da, 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 da. yeah, you know what, um, there's a lot of other stuff here. Approximately 200 small enhancements that aren't worth a bullet point, according to Elon Musk. So, I don't know, I, I, there's a lot, Fred Lambert over at Electric has got a lot of uh, more in-depth stories, and you can go over there and read his stories. I'm also going to do a... Um, the next podcast will likely have his some stories from him. Uh, Elon Musk did a press conference with um, with uh, journalists, and they went through and were able to ask him questions. I think it lasted about an hour. For some reason, it wasn't on. It's not something that I can get a hold of. So Fred Lambert actually took 
transcripts from that, which is cool, but it takes a long time. It's like seven different articles that he uh, wrote with the transcript. So that takes a little bit of time to go through. So um, more news stories. There's a lot. There's, there's a lot. There might be a couple of podcasts this week because, honestly, there's a lot to get through. But I want to thank you guys very much for listening. I'm sorry about missing out yesterday. Um, man, I hope this next week is slower and it just gets slower as the winter goes on. But for whatever reason, um, our lives have been extremely busy and chaotic. So if you want to contact me on uh, email, email me, Bodie at 918digital.com. If you have any questions or if you want to comment and, or if you just think everything I said was a bunch of crap. Uh, same thing, Twitter, at 918digital, 918digital. You can talk back to the show a couple different ways. You can just record into, like, memos on the iPhone and email that to me. Or you can call and leave a voicemail at 918-401-0071. Uh, leave a message, be on the show, talk back. I would love for this to happen, uh, that would actually make me very excited and happy. But in either case, um, if you follow me on Twitter, let me know that you listen to the show. I always follow people back. Yeah, and that's it. Man, thanks so much for listening. Um, sorry it was a hectic week. Got lots more to go through. Um, there's just This week just seems to be packed, jam-packed with information on EVs and solar and all that other stuff but i do you know what bonus here's a bonus right here <laughs> let's see here where did that go um i like to leave on one non ev or tesla related or solar related article so According to, let's see, the Huffington Post, there is an internet theory that claims Taylor Swift is a former satanic leader. I don't know if this is true or not. Let's pretend it is for this sake. So, um, according to this, theories uh, that Swift is a clone of LaVey, so Zena LaVey. So, Zena LaVey's father, Anton LaVey, was the founder of the Church of Satan. So they think that uh, the Church of Satan has cloned Taylor Swift. And, uh, yeah. The, the resemblance is actually very striking, um, which is weird, you know. Uh, but let's see here. Let's see what the article says. Uh, the two women look almost identical. Uh, LeVay gave up her position as high priestess in 1990 and eventually founded the Scythian uh, Liberation Movement, which focuses on spiritual enlightenment for everyone. Members from the Iranian Marxist political from members of the Iranian Marxist political groups to childhood stars. So, whether people are comparing her to Satanists or neo Nazis, Swift can't get a break. Uh, why you gotta be so mean, Internet, is what the article ends as. John Salang Sang. That's a funny story. So, weigh in. Do you think Taylor Swift is a clone of a high priestess, the high priestess of 
the Church of Satan, or do you think uh, she's just a neo-Nazi uh, icon? Let me know. All right, man. Thanks, man, everybody. Hi, folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And like I said, I will probably talk to you more than once this week just because of the sure number of articles they go through. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.